Hi, my name is Stella, and I'm the Associate Managing News Editor on The Southerner. Hi, my name is Lindsay, and I'm the Social Media Editor on The Southerner, and you're listening to the ATLian Podcast. In this podcast series, we dive deep into the culture of our fellow ATLians. But before we do that, at the beginning of each episode, we tell a cool current space story to take a break from this crazy world we live in and pay a trip to our fellow aliens outside of ATL. This past weekend, a Chinese rocket was scheduled to crash down onto Earth. TikTok and Twitter users came to a standstill, fearfully awaiting the unknown location of the crash landing. The chances of it falling and seriously harming someone on Earth was 1 in 8 billion. On Sunday morning, debris fell in the Indian Ocean near the Maldives, leaving no one harmed and the world sighed a breath of relief. The rocket, a long March 5B, was losing altitude because it was rubbing against the air at the top of the atmosphere. Bringing it back down to Earth, today is Tuesday, May 11th, 2021, and it's our Grady Senior's last day of school. So what better way to celebrate than to talk about their plans for college? For this episode, we spoke to four college-bound graduating seniors about everything from advice to juniors to their favorite high school memories. Lindsay and I each talked to two seniors, and you're going to hear those interviews in a minute. Um, The first one we spoke to was Erin Taylor, and I actually talked to her. And we talked about her plans to attend Howard University in the fall. And she also gave some great tips to juniors preparing to apply to college. How have these last couple of weeks like been like for you, like sort of leading up to Tuesday in your last day of school? Um, they've been equally exciting and stressful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exciting because, I mean, graduation is getting closer. Like this is the day we've looked forward to our whole high school career. So that's really exciting. Um, and, you know, just being done with high school for good is um something that I'm definitely looking forward to but it's also stressful because in these last few weeks since we're we keep anticipating graduation day it's hard to stay focused and motivated in all of our classes and so you know just trying to like keep up with all of the work while also managing like preparing for graduation and college Mm -hmm. even has been a challenge (laughs) But it's been fun. I've really enjoyed it. And when you say like preparing for college, what do you mean by that? So um, I haven't started, you know, buying things for dorms or anything. But um, after, well, just recently I committed to my college. So um, first it was trying to sort everything out with that and figure out where I'm going to go. And now that I've committed somewhere and I know where I'm going to go, it's, um, I've started looking at like housing at my college and trying to connect with people from the school and um, just get prepared to, you know, move into a new environment. Mm-hmm. And where are you going to school? I'm going to Howard University in Washington, DC, majoring so exciting. in elementary education. And I'm really excited. <laughs> um, was uh, like for you was going to college always a given like did you ever think about not going or anything like that no going to college has always been the goal um mm-hmm. ever since 
I mean, I first started school. It's all, I've always been on the track to going to college. I don't think there's anything wrong with not going to college or taking gap years or going directly into the workforce. It's just um, not the path that I've chosen to take. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, my parents have always emphasized the importance of going to college for me and for my siblings. So it's just, I mean, it's always been a goal of mine and I haven't really considered anything else. And I'm excited to go to college. It's not like I'm being forced to. Um, It's something that I am like looking forward to for myself. And how did you decide uh, that you wanted to go to Howard? Um, So I was kind of already exposed to, or I was kind of familiar with Howard um, before even applying to colleges because my dad went there. So since he's an alumni, I've, um, you know, heard about Howard University for years and um, was looking into it even before going to high school. Um, But then once I started getting into the college process and looking at um, different schools, I knew that I wanted to apply to HBCUs, which is what Howard is, the Historically Black College or University. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I wanted to apply to HBCUs and I, um, I just wanted to choose somewhere where I thought that I would, you know, fit in and somewhere that had programs that I was interested in and Howard just happened to have all of those things on my list. What about like, why did you decide elementary education? So I didn't decide what major I wanted until like early senior year. I know mm-hmm. that there are some people who like knew, know what they want to study like their whole lives. They had like a dream career and they followed it all throughout school, but I didn't really know what I wanted to study. At first I was going to go into psychology or something like that, but um in 2019, I started working as a tutor um, at a tutoring center for like elementary and middle school age children. And it was something that I really enjoyed and I found that I was really good at it. So um, when I looked into my schools and I saw that there was an elementary education major, um, I figured that it would be something that I could do really well in. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it just kind of worked out. <laughs> And um, do you have any advice for juniors slash rising seniors about like one, deciding your college list or sort of singling out that one college that you want to go to like you did with Howard? And then once you have that school or maybe along during the process, like deciding what exactly you wanted to study, if that's what you want to do, if you want to go in with a decided major. Right. Um, If I would have to give some advice about choosing a college, I would say um, definitely make, I guess, like make a list of like factors that you kind of look for in a college. So um, whether you're choosing a college based on a specific major that you like or a region, um, like the size of the school, the size of school, it definitely has a big impact on a lot of people's decisions. Um, Just, you know, making a list of um, those factors that you want in a school. And then there are uh, tons of resources online where you can look up 
like schools, like big schools in the Southeast or something like that. Um, so it's, you can narrow it down that way. And also I found that talking to people about different colleges and watching YouTube videos about um, people who go to different colleges was also really helpful because, um, you know, hearing it, yeah. hearing about it from someone directly is, um, I, I found that that was more helpful sometimes than, you know, Googling facts mm -hmm. about different colleges. For choosing a major, I feel like it's kind of different for everyone. Um, a lot of people go into college undecided, which is fine because it's hard to choose one thing that you want to, you know, pursue as your potential career for the rest of your life. Right. So I think taking at Grady, I think it, we have a unique opportunity where we can take a lot of classes in different subjects so we can kind of figure out what we like. Um, but I mean, again, it's like talking to people about different majors and um, doing research on a variety of topics just to see what you think fits you best. Um, we're just going in undecided, which a lot of people do. And people can change their majors once they get into college all the time. And what is something that you're like most excited for? Maybe something specifically about Howard or just like college in general? I'm most excited for just being in a new environment and meeting new people. Cause I mean, I've, you know, I've been in the APS school system, right. middle school. So I've been going to school with the same people for what, seven years. So being able to move to a completely different city and meet completely different people and be exposed to um, new cultures and um, all kinds of different stuff, I think is the most thing, the thing that I'm most excited mm -hmm. for. Um, just because I've lived in Atlanta my whole life, like I am already familiar with the people here, the area, um, and going to school in DC is really far away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's a little nerve wracking, but I think it'll be really fun. The first senior I talked to was Ava Young, who will be attending Columbia University this fall. Um, so I started like writing my common app essay, which is like the one that the one as a majority of your schools will see, um, probably mm -hmm. in July or August. Um, so just like summer before senior year started. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, actually, before that, I applied to <laughs> I applied to two schools that didn't require like any essays because I was like afraid I wouldn't get into college. So mm -hmm. I applied to the University of Wyoming and the University of New Mexico with like just my <laughs> grades and whatever, and then got in like five days later because I don't anyway, anyway and then mm -hmm. so I started writing my essays sort of like before senior year started and then I only took three classes because I had a free period um first semester so I mainly worked on my essays and my applications for like I don't know like half an hour an hour every day um mm -hmm. just it's just a lot of writing so I ended up applying to like somewhere between like 25 and 30 schools so oh wow I recycled a lot of my application essays, but writing was just uh -huh. like the biggest time suck. Um, but yeah, it's sort of the process sort of went from like summer to it really only ended like 
May 1st or the last week of April because that's when I committed um Mm -hmm. so it really it really takes up like your whole senior year which unless you like get an early decision or whatever um or commit Mm -hmm. earlier than decision day um it can like really take over your whole year and yeah like an extended process but like tour anywhere else that you really liked um so the only so before I applied to places the only schools that I had toured were Bowdoin College and I forget like what town in, but it's in Maine in like the middle mm-hmm. of nowhere and NYU, which is in New York city. So like mm-hmm. completely different <laughs> environments. Um, and then I had like driven past a few schools. Like I've been to UGA, but those were the only places I officially toured. Um, and then where I chose to apply, I just, I sort of shotgunned it. Like I applied to almost all the Ivy league schools. I only applied to one in-state school, UGA. And then I just mm-hmm. sort of like chose places that seemed exciting or seemed like um, competitive because I really had no idea like where I would where I would get into. So mm-hmm. I think I applied to like sort of a number of schools, like a few liberal arts colleges and then a few like really big universities and state schools. Um, but I ended up choosing Columbia where I'm going because it was between Columbia mm-hmm. and Stanford. Um, but it ended up being between those two because I like I've always wanted to be in New York and Columbia was like. I didn't think I really had like a dream school because I didn't want to like idealize one place and then not get in. But if I had to choose one, it probably would be Columbia um, gotcha. just because like New York and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like once I got into Stanford, it was like, oh my God, I could go to like that. Like I, they're similar in prestige, like compare. And once I like started comparing them, it was just down to like really nitpicky and sort of stupid things. But uh-huh. I, ended up, I ended up choosing Columbia because I really wanted to be in New York City and I see myself there long term. I think they have like really good pre-law programs and Stanford mm-hmm. seems sort of more focused on like STEM stuff. Um, and I'm much more like liberal artsy oriented and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So and I like and a lot of my friends are going to be on the East Coast, like the Richies are going to be you know, <laughs> whatever in their thing and like everyone's <laughs> moving to Vermont. So Right. It was easier to like have people sort of on in your corner on the East Coast versus West Coast. There's like five people going mm-hmm. from Grady. So that's why I chose it. Um, I'm like torn between telling y'all to like shotgun it and just apply to a million places because you don't know what will happen. But that's also like expensive and like kind of silly. But I, so <laughs> <laughs> I would say don't like hyper focus on one place. Don't idealize one school as your dream school because like it's for one it's probably flawed and you may not love it as much as you think you do Mm -hmm. but at the same time like if you're really invested in going to one place or one state or city like maybe think about applying early decision um I would say apply early action which is like Mm non-binding um to as many schools as you can because that just makes it like so much easier like no like I got into a few schools early and one of the schools I was sort of like really I was really happy about it I was like look if I like don't get it anywhere else I'm going here Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's just sort of a relief than applying regular decision having to wait until like March or April for the rest of your decisions that can be very that can be stressful (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah so and allotting yourself like as much time as possible between decisions when decisions come out and when you have to decide is helpful Mm -hmm. I would say you don't need to start your writing like over the summer I don't think because like your essays and 
your essays and your writing style and whatever are going to improve from your first draft of whatever you start writing to like what you end up submitting to colleges. So I wouldn't like, don't beat yourself down if you want to have like a normal summer. Like I don't know, sort of like at your senior year, it's sort of like you, you don't really have that much time anymore to like change what activities you do and start Mm -hmm. a club or whatever so instead like don't try to like beat yourself down over not doing enough or whatever Mm -hmm. just sort of focus on how you can best present yourself in an application especially if you're applying to like some more difficult schools or more like prestigious schools that sounds like douchey but (laughs) like if you're applying to hyper competitive schools um lots of people will have like the exact same grades as you and the exact same extracurriculars to a degree so like mm-hmm. it's important to find a way to differentiate yourself um, and make yourself stand out. Um, like if you have like one very weird hobby that's not necessarily like an extracurricular, I would mention it in your applications or your interests. Um, yeah. Because like not everyone, not every school, like every school is going to have a bunch of people who are on debate teams and have 4.0s. Right. <laughs> but not every school is going to have a student who's like read every twilight book 10 times so oh my gosh I don't know I would say like mentioning those parts of your application that are like a little bit quirkier and more or your personality excuse me um that can mm-hmm. definitely humanize you like so I had the Elton John fan club club which oh was like yes the, oh my god yeah the corniest thing ever but like at the once I got accepted to some schools I sent the admissions officers an email I was like oh my god thank you for letting me in I'm just so excited just like you know I was just like happy and uh-huh. Some of them responded and like mentioned the Elton John fan club club or they mentioned like parts of your application. So like if you have quirkier, I know I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. So like if you can find (laughs) like something that's like quirky or whatever, I would mention it because it can help you stand out. Like Joanna, I know she wrote an essay about like working with worms or something. Wow. The worm girl. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, cool. I guess, and last thing, some schools really do focus on demonstrated interest, which is, like, going to, like, Zoom meetings for, I don't know, or, like, touring the schools. Obviously, you can't really tour anymore, but, like, the the CCC is always, like, hosting admissions officers, so I would suggest going to those Zooms and stuff, especially, like, I know Tulane is really big on demonstrated interest. You You can, like, look it up, but some schools track it, and so I would suggest, like, showing up to as many of those meetings as possible and also they can just be helpful to like get the vibe of a school more Mm -hmm. so than like a website can last last thing I would say like try to watch like YouTube vlogs of like people walking around campus or like current Uh students of schools you're interested in because like when I was choosing between a school in the suburbs like in California what the students were doing on the weekends was so different than what people were doing in New York City like yeah they were like um like, they had to, like, if you were at Stanford or whatever, they had to, like, drive, like, at least half an hour to get to a city and, like, kind of do, like, stuff in San Francisco or whatever. And they were sort of limited to, like, where they could bike if they didn't mm-hmm. have a car and stuff versus in New York City. People were, like, very busy on weekends and sort of doing, like, going all over the city and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, like, a daunting for us. It's, like, it seems kind of scary, but, like, all the websites are pretty intuitive it just sort of comes down to like the labor of you writing essays um mm-hmm. 
and presenting yourself as best as possible. Um, so yeah. The next person I talked to was Abby Edline, and she will be studying at the University of Georgia in the fall, and she also has hopes to study abroad at some point. So my first question is, when did you start really like researching schools and sort of picking out the ones that you were interested in? I began researching and looking at schools in junior year, but like when I really got down to the nitty gritty of like, oh, how much is housing at this school versus this school? I began doing that more towards, mm, I think June, July before senior year because applications for a lot of schools would open in like August. So it wasn't the time to start then. Mm -hmm. And like, what sort of things did you look at aside from like the housing prices and stuff? I looked at class size. I looked at uh, cost, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people look at distance for home. I didn't because I wanted to go far away from home. Um, I also looked at if they had the major that I wanted. That's pretty big. Um, How big Greek life is on the campus. Things like that. Did you, and what sort of things were you, like, looking for? Like, did you want um, a lot of Greek life? Like, did you want no, big class I sizes? I wanted a school, yeah, I wanted a school that was, like, mid-sized school with small classes, not a lot of Greek life. Um, I wanted a lot of, like, campus involvement, though. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I wanted kind of, like, if Grady was a college, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And where did you end up deciding to go to school? I will be attending the University of Georgia in the fall. And do you so think... I, I didn't really get to escape. Oh. Well, do you think that, like, any parts of that fit into, like, any of the things that you just said you were looking for? Oh, yeah. Um, UGA, so I got to the honors program mm-hmm. there, which was uh, really big for me deciding to go to UGA because the honors program is allowing me to have much smaller class sizes than many freshman classes, Um, I'm also able to do a lot of undergrad research at UGA, and they have this really cool thing where you can get your master's Mm -hmm. in five years of school, and that was a big draw for me as well. Um, UGA doesn't actually, considering that it's an SEC school, it doesn't have that much Greek life involvement. And what are some of the things that you're, like, most looking forward to about going to UGA? We're just going to college and getting away, like, in general. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to um, a rigorous academic schedule. I think that Grady does a really good job of um, teaching us, but at the same time, like, high school can only give you, or public high school can only give you so much in terms of, like, knowledge and Mm -hmm. what they have to offer with their resources, and at a nice college like UGA I'm gonna have so many resources available to me to learn whatever I want Mm -hmm. um so I'm really excited for that I'm also excited uh just to kind of you know I've I've grown up in Atlanta going to APS schools since day one Mm -hmm. and I've only known the same group of like 2,000 people my whole life right me too I'm really excited to meet a lot of other people I'm also trying to study abroad and because, like, I want to learn some other languages, oh, that's so cool. I'm really excited for those opportunities. What are some things that you think you'll, like, miss about Grady? 
I'm like, I'm gonna miss just the community. Grady, I've said really? this to a million people. Grady is probably the most unique high school where you can be completely yourself. Like you can express yourself however you want and you will get praised for it by other people. Um, Grady just fosters any kind of self-expression, art forms, sports. Like literally you can pursue anything at Grady and there's gonna be a teacher there to support you. And I just, I love that community. I'm really going to miss the teachers also. Um, They make Grady tolerable. (laughs) I'm going to miss the C300 bathroom. Um, Don't know if that's like a thing a lot of people like, but I love that bathroom. And I'm also going to miss the theater program a lot. That's really where I found a home at Grady. And um, it's just going to be sad to leave that because I don't think I'm going to do theater ever again. And if you were, like, looking back on yourself at, like, the beginning of senior year or end of junior year when you first started, like, looking at everything, what is one thing that you wish you could, like, tell your past self or one piece of advice that you wish you had known, like, going into the whole application process? Plan ahead. Start stuff early. Like, you don't want to begin writing your essay before the day it's due for a college because that application it just ends up being messy Mm -hmm. I also wish I could tell myself you know kind of on the other hand of that don't like don't beat yourself up over an essay or a short answer question for a college because you're gonna end up where you're gonna end up and it will all work out I think we place a little bit too much emphasis on trying to make yourself look perfect on paper instead of actually expressing the kind of student you're going to be. And at times my like essays for college were very disingenuine. Mm -hmm. And I really wish that I could go back and tell myself like, tell them who you really are. It'll probably improve your chances of getting in. Next, I talked to senior and valedictorian Griffin Ritchie, who will be attending Yale this fall. Um, tell me about your like college application process. Like, when did you start, and like, what was the hardest thing about it? Do you think? So I started uh, looking into colleges and just having that mindset probably sophomore year, mm-hmm. where I just like did a little bit of research about different schools, and then went on a couple tours just to see if I thought it was a good fit. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the hardest part for me was just really finding the school that fit me the best. Like there were a few schools I was choosing between to decide whether or not to apply early decision. And it was a really mm-hmm. tough decision just because it was hard to differentiate between them. So I'd say just differentiating which schools were the best was pretty difficult, but also just trying to find all the information to make the best choice possible. Mm-hmm. And when you toured these schools, was there anything that like stood out to you that like made you think like yes this is where I want to go um when I took schools I was mainly looking at I, I mean architecture a little bit just to see if it would be like a cool vibe but mm-hmm. mainly just how did it seem like the students were interacting and enjoying themselves and mm-hmm. also different opportunities they talked about so like I went to one school and like there weren't really anyone out the tour guide seemed very stressed it was not a great vibe that I got from them mm-hmm. but then when I went to some other schools for example like students were walking around the quad looking really happy the tour guide was really enthusiastic about it listed a bunch of different research opportunities so just those little things uh, Mm -hmm. really helped me decide and gave like a good picture of what I thought the school would be 
Mm-hmm. And how many schools did you apply to in total? So I was planning on applying to about uh, eight, depending mm-hmm. on how things shook out. I ended up only applying to two, just be, or I ended up only applying to three because mm-hmm. I got into the school I wanted early decision. So then I didn't place my other applications. But for people who are applying, I would definitely recommend having a solid range of schools. You don't want to do way too much. Like you don't want to do 30 or something because it's yeah. just going to be overwhelming. But it's good to have a good range of schools that you're applying to and you feel really good about going to and confident that you would mm-hmm. enjoy it there because that can be really helpful for making sure like you have a good fit and you have a lot of options. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So what other advice do you have for like juniors that are going to be applying this fall? Um, I would say start working early. Um, mm-hmm. The questions for the applications come out pretty early. I think for some schools they're early as July, especially since personal statements, the prompts are pretty much the same from year to year. Um, I would just say start working on that pretty early. Like, don't feel pressure to do it during summer, but definitely start thinking of some ideas. And if this, there's a school you're really set on, start looking at the application, start looking into what that takes. So then you're really prepared and you don't feel like you have to do essays last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and just overall, like, have a good range of schools you're applying to and make sure you do your find schools that you think are a good fit. Mm-hmm. And so we had some people like send in questions that they have for seniors. And one of them was about like teacher rec letters. And so yeah. how did you ask for those? Um, so I just I just emailed them. I was like, hey, you're a really meaningful teacher to me. Do you mind writing a teacher recommendation letter? Because I feel like you know me really well. And mm-hmm. I feel like that class is really meaningful to me. For recommendations on that, I would say it's best to do a teacher that you've either had for multiple years or you had junior year. Because mm-hmm. that gives you the, they know you pretty well. And like, that's the most recent version of yourself. So it'll look good for colleges. Like it's probably okay to do one for freshman and sophomore year. Um, mm-hmm. But that was like, obviously not when you're applying, like you could have changed a lot since then. It might not be the best one for you. And for senior year, by the time they place the application, they don't really know you that well. So I definitely recommend junior year. Or if you've had like, say a debate coach or a mock trial coach for multiple years, and then you also mm-hmm. took the class, that would be good too. Um, but yeah, just find the teacher you think is the best fit, who you think would be able to tell a good story about you, and then just email them. Or I guess, since it's going to be in person next year, you could just talk to them and ask them about it. Mm-hmm. And what advice do you have specifically for freshmen and sophomores? Um, Don't stress out about it. Like you have plenty of time. But mm-hmm. if you are inclined to uh, start the process, just start looking into schools, um, start talking to upper class why they pick certain schools and what their process look like. So you have a good idea mm-hmm. and just start doing your research early. If, but yeah, don't feel any pressure to do that because you're going to have a, a lot of time to worry about that. Um, yeah. I think just the college process, um, mm-hmm. don't let it like become overwhelming as long as you do the work and you prepare and you like space out your essays, it's not going to be too bad. You just got to make sure setting a good plan for yourself. And wherever you get in, it's going to be a great fit for you. You're going to really enjoy it. Be- getting in your first choice isn't – not getting in your first choice isn't the end all be all. If mm-hmm. you have a good range of schools, you're going to be really happy wherever you end up. Thanks for listening to our fifth episode and our season one finale. Stay tuned for our new season next school year where Lindsay and I will be seniors and it'll be <gasps> yes. our turn to apply to college. Today I'm here with 
Not Aisha Williams? And what school do you attend? Midtown High. Okay, so the question is, do you eat school lunch? No. And why is that? Because I bring my own lunch. Okay, but do you want to eat school lunch? No, because all they serve is meat, and I'm vegetarian. The next question is, do you think they should start serving school lunch in the school line? No. Why? I don't know. I just don't think so, because I bring my own lunch, so. And not many people get the lunch, so what's the point? Thank you, bro.